Hello you guys, welcome back to another episode, another video, depending on where you are tuning in from. Um, for those of you guys that are new here, welcome. My name is Sydney. I am a self-love and confidence coach, really passionate about helping you with all things, again, self-love, confidence, personal growth, spirituality, intuitive business, like so many different beautiful things. Um, and I'm so glad that you're here. So if you are interested in any of those topics, if you're into all this kind of stuff, be sure to make sure you're subscribed um, so you don't miss out on another video or another episode. And yeah, for those of you guys that are coming back, welcome back. Um, I'm really excited for today's uh, video slash episode because we're talking all about self-love and we're talking all about real... I feel like self-love is such... It's such a buzzword. It's such a thing that, you know, we talk about loving ourselves and we talk about you know, the importance of it and yada, yada, whatever. But I think we don't talk enough about how to actually love ourselves and how like real practical ways that we can do that. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get into it. I also just got my hair done yesterday or two days ago now. Um, so I feel like a new woman. I got ready. I did my makeup. I'm finishing my coffee it's like six o'clock at night. <laughs> it's a whole, it's been a whole thing. I worked, um, so for those of you guys that also don't know, I work as a labor and delivery nurse as well as running this business, as well as coaching volleyball. So I have a couple different, um, things that I like to do. And I worked yesterday at the birth center until 3am when I thought I was only going to be there till 11. We got really busy. Um, so I slept in today. So my morning, like I literally did my morning routine, went to the pool and like came back and now I'm doing this. And this is my second cup of coffee. And I normally am on like at least cup number three. I know don't go, don't come at me with the caffeine addiction thing, but I love my coffee. And after working night shift for over a year, like my caffeine tolerance literally went through the roof. So that's why we're having a coffee. So get a coffee, a tea, a water, your favorite drink, a snack, whatever your, is your favorite. We're, I'm going to be sipping on my coffee now. So be sure you have yours. Um, and let's get into today's topic. So again, I have some notes here, which is why I'm going to be glancing over at my computer. But again, getting into it, what are some real and practical ways to practice self-love that's what we're going to talk about today. So starting off, I have, I believe I have 10 different ways that you can do this. Feel free to take notes if you feel the pull. Um, but number one, the first way to practice self-love is to start your day by focusing on the positives, whether that's positive affirmations, whether that's gratitude, whether that's things that you love about yourself whether that's what you're manifesting, your goals, your dreams, what you're calling into your life, focusing on the positives first thing in the morning rather than focusing on what's not going well or what you're not good at or what you're not looking forward to. Because at the end of the day, and we're going get to get into this in further um, videos on this topic, I'm actually really excited to be bringing you guys a lot of good content around this, like self-love, self-discovery, self-care. Um, but basically, we have to take 100% responsibility for our life, and that includes taking 100% responsibility for our, for our thoughts and for what we're focusing our energy and our attention on, right? So where energy goes, 
or excuse me, where, yeah, where energy, where, <laughs> I always mess this up, where focus or attention goes, energy flows. So if we're focusing all of our attention onto what's going wrong and the negatives and what we don't have, you know, and all of the things that we don't want to be manifesting into our life, that's where the energy is going to flow. So we have to do the opposite, which is why this is such a big thing. So what, so for me, what I love to do with the positive affirmations, you can either write them down, say them out loud, um, or I've really been loving listening to like positive affirmations here on YouTube actually of like whatever it is that I feel like I need some guidance or some extra love and energy around. Like I've been listening to a really good money mindset one um, and I just put it on while I'm getting ready or I'll put it on while I'm going for a walk or while I'm driving. Um, just to hear and allow those positive affirmations to sink into your subconscious mind. Um, another cool thing you can do is if you have a set of affirmations that you really love and you don't want to write them down every single morning, record yourself saying them out loud um, and listen to that every single day. Okay, so that's number one. So positive affirmations, making a gratitude list again every single day, starting your day with what are you grateful for? What's going well in your life right now? Um, you also, again, can, and these are more journaling things, the gratitude, um, writing down things that you love about yourself, like what are three things that you love about yourself today, right? Um, so that could be an exercise. And then again, what are you manifesting and calling into your life? So maybe you can kind of pair up the positive affirmations and this, you know, goal setting, dream life, manifestation. Um, you can pair both of those up and rewrite, you know, write every single morning what you are calling into your life, your goals, right, in the present tense. So for me, for example, it could be, you know, I am making $100,000 a year doing what I love in my business, or, you know, I am living by the beach with my beautiful husband, Damon, or whatever things you're manifesting, you can do that. It's like your I am statements. So that's something that you could utilize as well. So that's number one, tip number one, start your day focusing on the positives. Okay. Number two is to practice mindful movement, mindful movement and intuitive eating. And I know I've talked about this. I know if you guys have been with me, you've heard my whole spiel on holistic wellness. Um, but I, and I'm kind of revisiting this myself and this series so just for some background this series is actually really inspired because I'm working on my own self-love again my own self-care again I'm really deepening my practice and deepening my relationship with myself um because I've been needing it after the pandemic after working as a nurse and realizing how incredibly burnt out I am slash was that's kind of what got me into wanting to talk more about these things so I'm also circling back to this, you know, getting in tune with my body, practicing holistic wellness in the form of, like I said, mindful movement. So what that looks like for me, and again, take what serves you, leave what doesn't. What that looks like for me is committing to moving my body for 30 minutes every single day in a way that feels good for me. So whether that's yoga, whether that's strength training, whether that's Pilates, whether that's a bar class, whether that's going on a walk, whether that's going on a run, whether that's taking a spin class, whether that's taking a boot camp, like whatever it looks like, instead of focusing on making the, and I think, and again, I'm somebody who like, I have a, my group fitness certification, like I'm very into 
you know, I'm a volleyball coach. I'm very into all of the sports and the athletics, but I think when we're very all or nothing, when it comes to our wellness journey, right, it's, it's not doing us any good because I think what tends to happen is, and at least for me, I was sticking to like a lifting program, um, going to the gym, lifting, whatever. And I started to like be resent. I started to not want to do it. And with this mindful movement, if I wake up one day and I say, you know, I really don't feel like doing anything super high intensity today. I'd rather, I think I really want to go on a walk. That's what would feel really good in my body. You know, I, I didn't, I wasn't even in that mindset before or in that headspace before to be able to tell myself that because that immediately I would go into that negative thinking of like, well, I'm a failure and I need to just tough it out and I need to hustle through it. And the more that we push and force through the shit that doesn't feel good, right? Like when it's really not in our best interest at heart, we're just going to burn out, right? So do your, so again, if that's something that you've been struggling with, I really encourage you again, every morning, ask yourself, how can I, like, how, what would feel best for my body today? Commit to 30 minutes of movement. What would feel best today? Um, and then with that, so the mindful movement and intuitive eating, again, I've been focusing really strongly on. And the intuitive eating is just as it sounds. Um, basically, eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, um, not focusing on counting calories, not focusing on counting macros. I, I literally counted calories for six months of... I mean, a little bit before when I'm filming this. And I, that's when I was going to the gym consistently and I was counting my calories and I was not seeing the progress that I wanted. And again, not that it's for, and I think this also too, with focusing on mindful movement and intuitive eating, it really takes the aesthetics out of it. It takes like, it really helped me kind of ask myself like, why am I doing this in the first place? And I found myself doing it to get that external result. Like, oh, I wanted, you know, to change the way that my body looks, which again, all stems back to this whole needing for me to, um, I don't know, kind of go back to the basics with self-love again, because it's so important. Um, and knowing that like you're, you know, you are enough exactly as you are. You are valuable enough and beautiful enough exactly as you are. You are sexy enough exactly as you are in this body that you're in right right now when you're listening or watching this, you know, and not letting those societal norms or those societal standards, you know, tell you that you're not good enough and that you need to change. Because again, that's what all of diet culture is all about, right? So that's a whole other topic, but I just felt like that's at least how I've been feeling. Um, so that's the thing. So Again, mindful movement, moving your body for 30 minutes every single day in a way that feels good for you um, and enjoying it and making it, you know, because I think, again, previously I was working out and exercising because I thought, you know, this is what I can do to, ch to change my body because I was not happy with my body and moving into this self-love space. Obviously, that's not what we're focusing on with this. Um, but again, like I now the exercise the mindful movement is not just for my body it's also very much for my mental health so that's a whole other thing right there are many 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 other benefits to moving your body than just the physical if you guys are interested in that i can talk more about it let me know um but basically like stress relief um getting those positive endorphins going like the mental health aspect so 
Anywho, that's the mindful movement aspect. And then, like I said, the intuitive eating is basically eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, not eating when you think you're supposed to, um, getting more in tune with your body's basic hunger cues, because when you can follow those, that's how you, your body will maintain its, will maintain that equilibrium that it's meant to be in, right? Our bodies are way smarter than we give them credit for. And I have said that all along and I'll keep saying it. Um, and just be gentle with yourself too with this whole process as well because like again for me I started my journey as a wellness coach I was teaching these things about mindful movement and intuitive eating then life kind of hit me with nursing and working full-time night shift and being stressed and busy and like my whole everything that I was doing got completely flipped and you know I kind of went through this roller coaster of like being really solid and feeling really, really confident in myself and in my self love and in my, you know, my wellness journey. And then life got in the way. And I now am returning back to this place of like, how can I take better care of myself, you know? So, you know, it's not a linear process. But again, I just thought I wanted to add that in because I think it's just helpful to just simplify the hell out of, especially like the wellness aspect. Like, follow the intuitive eating, you know, and, and I don't even want to say follow the intuitive eating because it's not like a diet. You know what I'm saying? It's more of, and it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. That's not what I'm going to say, but you, you get the, what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's not, it's tuning back in with what your body needs and knowing that your body, and again, so not only is it eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, but it's also eating the foods that your body is craving, eating the foods that would feel best in your body and, you know, allowing your body to guide that journey and guide that way. So I think we just have so much external stimuli going on with diet culture and, you know, the way that we're supposed to eat. And it, it just is so complicated or it can feel so complicated. And I just want to remind you that it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and it truly can be something that, you know, you you can like, trust your body on, right? And it's getting back into that, like, you know, tr trusting your body again, essentially. So that's number two. <laughs> this is going to be way longer than I thought it was going to be. Number three is not believing the everything that, that you think. Because again, your I think so many of us, our autopilot is thinking these negative thoughts about ourselves, about our life, about the world, about other people. Um, but I just want to remind you, again, this is another practical self-love habit, is really to stop believing everything that you think, everything that goes through your mind, because the negative thoughts that you're having are not the ultimate truth. Meaning you did not come out of the womb thinking whatever negative thoughts are going on in your mind right now, right? They were something that you learned. Um, I've talked a lot about limiting beliefs previously, but again, if you guys want me to circle back and revisit that whole concept of mindset, I would love to do that for you as well. Um, but I just wanted to sprinkle that in there. Those negative thoughts that you're thinking are not the ultimate truth, and I want you to stop believing them. I know, easier said than done, but just a reminder. Okay, so number, what are we on? Four, actually, take a sip. Okay. Ah, it's like a drinking game. Take a sip, <laughs> except we're drinking coffee. Um, okay, number four is to spend time with people who love you and who encourage you and people who feel good to be around. Again, this life is so short. It's so precious. It We really have, we have to take 100% responsibility for 
ourselves and our lives and who we spend our time around and what we spend our time doing. And again, I just want to remind you to spend more time with those people who love and encourage you and feel good to be around instead of being spending time with those people that, you know, make that are like the energy vampires that don't feel good and supportive to be around, right? Um, and we're going to talk more in future self-love um, episodes and videos, but, you know, it's learning how to also say no when it's not a hell yes, right? So if someone asks you, to, if someone says like, hey, can we get together? And again, you don't have to make that decision right away, but if it does not feel like a hell yes in your body, please trust it. Um, I think the world and the universe has a very funny way of working. And I think when we can trust our gut on situations and with people, um, we can just be, I, I think we are always being guided. I'll just leave it with that. So again, spend time with people who light you up, who, who love you, who encourage you, who you love to be around, um, and let everything else kind of unfold the way that it's going to unfold. Okay. Number five is to let go of the need to compare yourself to others and stay in your own lane. I wanted to put this one in here because obviously we're in this era of social media and all of the shit that comes with that. And I, I've i definitely noticed myself lately, especially, and I, I really didn't have this as much when I wasn't in the online business space, um, but especially... Now that like my job and my work is all online on social media, um, here on YouTube, on the podcast, I, I tend to get into that comparison mode of comparing myself and my business and the work that I do and my content to other people. Um, and not really necessarily in an inspirational way, like looking at other people and feeling inspired. I've definitely been feeling like less than if someone else is thriving and I, so again, this is not only a reminder for you, but also for myself, whether you have an online business and you feel that way about social media or maybe social media and just seeing what everybody else is doing is, you know, you compare yourself to that um, or really in any other way that you've been comparing yourself to other people. I just wanted to remind you to stay in your own lane. We all are on such unique, beautiful paths. And, you know, I think the the less stimuli we have, you know, coming in, excuse me, the less stimuli that we have coming in, the more we can really not only feel better about ourselves because we're not constantly in that comparison mode. Um, but I think it helps us feel more calm. It makes, helps us feel more grounded. It helps us, it helps us get more in tune with our intuition. So, you know, if there are people that you're currently following online who don't make you feel good, unfollow them um do so you know unapologetically just because again your your sense of well-being and mental health and well just again well-being in general is very worth it um and again just a reminder stop comparing yourself to other people stay in your own lane um and just know that exactly where you are is exactly where you're meant to be and you you are enough no matter what you're doing like regardless of what you're doing you are enough and your your worth is not defined by the actions you're taking or all of the social events you're going to or your career status or how much money you're making or where you're living or if you've moved out yet or if you're still living at home like you are enough exactly as you are and I'm gonna get emotional 
because I've definitely, again, let's hold each other. Let's hold, like, promise me this. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this, let's hold each other accountable in, you know, again, staying in our own lane. And again, just, I don't know. Let's, let's just do that. Can you be my accountability buddy in that? Because I also, again, am working on this myself. So that's number five. Number six is, again, this is kind of what we talked about before, letting go of any and all relationships that are no longer serving you and raise your standards. Because again, a lot of times if we are lacking that self-love in our life and it's it goes back to like the whole, um, you know, the whole quote that we, we accept the love that we think we deserve. It's from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, you know, so if you haven't been loving and valuing yourself, right? And again, this is a very compassionate conversation. If you haven't been loving and accepting yourself, you probably have let some people into your space or you've, you know, opened up the door to new relationships that also are not loving you to um, the highest standard, right? So if, if there are any relationships right now that you feel like you need to let go of, I really encourage you to do so um, because, and again, I think instead of looking at, at it as a loss, really, and again, it doesn't have to be some big dramatic thing, but maybe there's somebody in your life that, um, you know, somebody in your life that you really, again, it doesn't feel like the relationship is serving you or if it feels like it's it's affecting you negatively in any way. And if you have a conversation with that person and it's just not working, um, I think instead of focusing on feeling bad about that, and again, feel the way that you feel, like allow yourself to feel all of the emotions, um, and the grieving that comes with that, if it is that like deep of a relationship, um, maybe it's just somebody like a coworker or somebody at school or somebody in your peers or whatever that you just don't enjoy spending time around, then, you know, obviously don't spend as much time with them if possible. But again, I think my main thing, and this was a huge lesson that I learned, um, and honestly, I'm still learning, is not to, hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I was rec recording this and one of my mom's friends dropped something off to her and I'm like, who is ringing the doorbell? What's happening? It only happens when I'm filming. But anyway, <laughs> um, what I was saying before in our deep thought, our deep conversation is when we can let go of those relationships that are no longer serving us, we create space in our life to welcome in more people who, again, are loving and encouraging and feel good to be around. So instead of looking at it as a loss, look at it as a, you know, when one door closes, another door opens. I've witnessed that in my own life and I, you know, it's just, again, a beautiful reminder for you. So. That was that one. So again, letting go of any and all relationships that are no longer serving you and really raising your standards of knowing what you deserve. And I truly believe that that aspect of knowing what you deserve and knowing the kind of people and the kind of relationships you want to bring into your life, um, you have to do the inner self-love work first. And the fact that you're watching a video or listening to an episode like this tells me that you're on the right path. But again, everything in our external world is a direct reflection of our internal state. And I think when we can focus on our own self-love and really start to value ourselves, there are things that we just will no longer put up with. So just do so unapologetically. 
The next one is making celebrating your wins a habit. So whether that's celebrating wins in your business, whether that's celebrating your wins of just the day, right? Like maybe it's making a list before you go to bed of like, what were all my wins for the day? Um, because again, this helps to not even trick your mind, but this helps to bring your intention and bring your focus to what's going well and all the amazing things that you are good at instead of all the things that you did wrong, all the ways that you feel like you made a mistake, all of the ways that you feel like you weren't doing good enough. Again, where your energy goes, or excuse me, where your, I always mess that one up, where your attention goes, energy will flow, okay? The next one to this, I have three more for you. The next one for this is practicing mindfulness every single day to calm your mind and your nervous system. When I say mindfulness, I specifically love to practice meditation, um, even if it's just five minutes a day, um, just to help me, again, calm down. It really, again, it helps so, so much with not only, like I said, my mind, my nervous system, my stress levels, my anxiety. Um, so making mindfulness a daily practice is a beautiful, beautiful way to practice self-love. You could find, there are so many different apps out there that use that have meditations and again, so many different free resources online as well. If you guys are also Peloton users, I know this is kind of random. Um, if you guys are also Peloton users and have like the Peloton app or the bike or the treadmill or you know anything from them, they also have a really good library of meditations that I've been loving lately. But again, incorporating mindfulness every single day. There are of course other ways to practice mindfulness as well. Maybe it's going on a walk without your phone, um, whether that's yoga, like whatever that looks like for you. But again, I think that we really, even if it's just deep breathing and closing your eyes and taking big breaths into your belly and then exhaling it all out, right? Practicing mindfulness is key, okay? All right, number nine is follow your passion, okay? Follow your passion, follow your passions, follow what absolutely lights you up because life is too damn short to spend your time really doing anything other than what you love. So a great, great, great self-love practice truly is following what you're passionate about and doing the things that you love and making those a priority in your life. Okay, whether that's a business that you've been wanting to start, hobbies that you want to incorporate more of into your life, like no matter what that looks like for you, following what you're passionate about and really allowing yourself to like allow giving yourself the space and the permission and the time and the energy to pour into these things that you love is such a beautiful way to nurture yourself and really nurture that relationship with yourself. Okay, and lastly, recognize that this whole journey of self-love is a habit. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, and that's okay. And I think the journey of it is just really such a beautiful thing. Um, and again, remember that small daily action, if you do one of these things, um, just daily, right? Even if it's like a five minute meditation every single day that you have no idea how much those are going to compound over time. Um, and again, small daily action really leads to big results. If you guys have not round, read The Compound Effect, I highly, highly recommend it for those of you guys that like to read. Such a good book on that topic. Um, but again, the small daily action steps, especially and even when it comes to self-love, right? 
um, will lead to big results and will lead to massive transformation in your life, right? And it's, I think it's so beautiful when we can, again, focus on the habit of self-love or anything that you're working on incorporating more of into your life, because then we start to embody that kind of a person, right? Instead of just doing it one time. So I want you to think about that version of you who absolutely loves themselves so deeply and ask yourself, how are they showing up on a daily basis and start to embody that version of you right now, okay? You've got this. Um, I'm so proud of you for even getting through this video or this episode. And again, if there are any, if there's anything that you want me to expand a little bit deeper on with this topic, or if there's any other topic that you would like for me to talk about on this YouTube channel, on the podcast, please be sure to let me know either in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can always shoot me a DM over on Instagram if you're listening on the podcast. Um, and I would love to create whatever you guys are feeling called to learn more about. Um, other things, again, if you're not already following me on Instagram, come and follow me there. My handle is at Sydney, the letter E, and then Campbell. I will leave that linked below for you. Um, I also have a couple of free resources available that I will leave below for you as well to check out. Um, be sure you're subscribed on both platforms so you don't miss another video or episode. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.